Method to My Madness, How I Get You There Part 2 In my last article spoke of the methodology of poking the box. Poking the box so what I don't know that I don't know can pop out and make itself known. It only works when I need to know why something doesn't work and how it could. Idle curiosity doesn't activate it. Having a very sick client who can't let go of her hero act has been one thing that created a real need. An unless. Do or die. Also urgent. That unless I can find out how to dislodge her whole personal reality that I didn't know how to do I was going to have a dead client at hand. I didn't ask why am I so stubborn to want to heal someone who seemingly doesn't want to be healed? I don't care, though I am puzzled. But I am glad. But knowing that wouldn't change a thing. I asked instead, what knowledge am I missing? What things is the client so hellbent on that she can't let me heal her? I needed to find out, because lives depend on that. It seems that I got my answer. The last healing session worked after more than a week of failures. This takes me to the second methodology that I used to take you to the promised land. This methodology is even less popular than the first one. I am finding out that people want the world to be they want the world to be, and that includes an image, a concept of being told they are perfect without any condition. When I first created the unconditional love activator, people came in hordes to get it. When I realized that they wanted to be loved unconditionally, I got really curious. But could not get in deep enough to see what is there as a deep conviction that works against loving and being loved. It seems that the ideal that the I want the world to be the way I want the world to be way everything needs to be nice nice, coddly, pleasant, and there should be no criticism, no bad words, no bad emotions. Or it's wrong. The person who is doing the teaching is wrong, the criticism is wrong, the guy can't be trusted. And, of course, if the teacher is wrong, then F. What she is teaching, I am not going to do it, learn it, respect it, test it. Anything. F. Her and the horse she rode in on. The methodology of the straight and narrow. But the methodology that works, the methodology of the straight and narrow, isn't a coddling methodology. It is exclusively about cutting. Cutting away what doesn't work. Cutting away the fatness, the ways of being that render you on this side of the eye of the needle. The straight and narrow is all about getting through the eye of the needle, to the promised land. And this side of the needle it is all about hoarding. All about more, better, different. Being the richest man in the graveyard. The person with the most toys. And quiet or not so quiet desperation. But as long as you look in the mind to see what to do to get health, wealth, love and fulfillment, the mind will always say, get more. There is an old Jewish joke about the wives of some prominent men. The wives decide to make money. They decide to bake cakes and sell them in the marketplace. They price the cake at 10 bucks. One of the husbands does a little calculation, the ingredients cost more than 10 bucks. You are losing money on every cake you sell, he says to his wife, one of the bakers. No problem, we'll make it up with volume, she answers sagely. Doing more of what doesn't work is the hallmark of the more, better, different persuasion. And that is exactly what I see my clients, my student do do more of what didn't work. Argue, justify, do campaigns, think they know all they don't, start in the middle, hurry, just want to get through it, skim, and a thousand more ways that doesn't work, can't work, will never work. My job, my unpopular job is to prune, weed, cut away what doesn't work. And if the student insists on continuing, then fire them. This is the methodology of the straight and narrow. Surgical. Exact. And painful. If you want more, better, different, then I am not the teacher for you. If you want results, this is the only method that works. 
I only have access to two people of the one thousands. Both share, generously, that the methodology that got them to where they are is the straight and narrow. Cutting away the silliness, the delusions, the excess, the unnecessary, the stupid, what doesn't work? Both. The more of those they cut away, the better their lives became. In every area of life. And here is another piece that you probably don't expect. The moment they start to add they will stop being a 1000. There is no place to get. Moreover there is no place where you can remain without doing what got you there. Whether it's a good place or a bad place. This is why you are told, when you are in a hole in the ground, stop digging. It is so common sense, and it is so common. When you take no responsibility that you got to the deep hole because of what you do, because of what you think. You will keep on digging. What they don't teach, at least I haven't seen it, is that the door to heaven is not locked after you. If you stop doing what got you there, the door slams open and you are ejected. From heaven. PPS, love. I regularly reread old articles of mine. Because I learn something new all the time, because the new view negates the old, I change my mind frequently. One of the things I have been tolerating because I didn't know why it is inaccurate. A thing everyone teaches that is utterly wrong, is that love makes the world go around, makes the world work, and other happy horseshit. I don't know who made that up, but whoever it was wasn't a friend of people, and isn't a friend of you now. There have been more killings fueled by love than any other, personal killings and wars. Killing someone's spirit, their reputation, all because of love. Moreover, the love your Jesus talked about, if he did was the biblical love. Knowing. Intimately. Knowing fully is what love is. Knowing fully is accepting fully. Not an emotion. Although it occasionally feels like one. The world, the internet, books are full of things that are contorted into something that is designed to prove someone right, or someone else wrong. To enslave you. To take your power away. People who know accurately are dangerous for the power that be. But to know you must do a lot of work. So you can tell the difference between a weed and a useful plant. So you can tell the difference between truth and falsehood. 99.5% of what you know is falsehood. Leading you down the path to hell. Personal hell. Quiet or not so quiet desperation. My job is to chip away some of that falsehood, so you can be less miserable. It hurts, I know.